Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Well, we got quite lovey today, didn't we? Yeah, we had We loads. talked about films. The art. We talked about plays. It's like front row on here, Paul. We had an actor slash writer yeah. on. Jack Doherty. He's a big Hibs fan as well, so you can see why we had him on TalkSport. Jack, join us. Tell us about his new show. I chucked a few of his old catchphrases at him and it was fine. Yeah, he loved got it. Up, he, he was, was good with that. Paul. Um, Marvellous was the brilliant uh, movie, of course, with uh, with Toby Jones playing Nello, a Stoke fan, a man yeah, with an amazing yeah. life. It's now a stage play. We spoke to the person who's brought that to the stage, a stage that Charlie has trod I the boards at. There, yes. More on that later. Graham Stack, away from all the arty yes. stuff. Uh, former Arsenal. He's back. Stack is back. Stack is back. Uh, the former Arsenal and Barnet keeper came out of retirement at the weekend to play for... Cheshire. Cheshire, yeah, yeah, lovely. So uh, we had a chat. You got involved in a uh, a uh, Twitter poll, which was surprisingly <laughs> successful considering the question. And uh, here it all is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Charlie. And Good yes, afternoon. I saw footage. Beautiful uh, little moment, uh, but you, it was a benefit for Ukraine last night, the Hammersmith Apollo. It was indeed. And you compared the first half, didn't mm-hmm. you? I did. And nice little setup with... Um, with Romesh. You and Romesh. Yes. You, you reenacted a little stage bit. You had a little bit of a pop at Romesh's missus. And what did he do? He came on stage came and he, on, he slapped you, Charlie, he get, didn't slapped, he? He knocked me out, knocked what, me down. Paul. What are the chances? <laughs> was, that one, was that one staged? <laughs> that one was staged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He texted me yesterday morning, you'll have to do something on this. Yeah, and I was yeah, like... Yeah. Well, only if you do it. You're, yeah. You know, you're a lot more famous than me. <laughs> and so he... Uh, Someone out the crowd had just come and hit you. Maybe they yeah. just didn't like the act. Yeah, they they just had to be no, rummish. Don't they, blame really? them. They've seen me before. <laughs> yeah, no, he came on and he uh, and he, he, he did, his, did his part beautifully. And he Paul. shouted afterwards, take the out of exactly. your mouth. Yeah, well, Lisa's a bit. lovely woman. I know his wife, yeah. Lisa, and she's a lovely woman. And uh, talked about his wife, and yeah, he says, right, okay. take Good. her name got, out of my got mouth. It got, got, got a big cheer. It got a big like, cheer. We, we had a nice the time. Material, Loads of money was raised, and, and everyone had a nice evening. So. Excellent. That's Except good. our producers, they came for free, Paul. Free. Did, they, did, you make, did you make a... I don't think they even made a donation. A couple of coppers into a bucket, yeah, a bucket, they? and I think they were just a couple of euros. Did you see that? A couple of old coins, a couple of florins. Peseta, I saw there. A couple of... Fantastic. It's appalling, yeah. isn't it? What a I've got pair to, of freeloaders. I'm disappointed, Paul, because I like the England games. I like the England friendlies. Yeah. And I've been offered a ticket for tonight and I can't go. Yeah. So I've got a gig tonight in Malmesbury. You know, so was I, and I, I can't go either, oh. unfortunately. I was offered a late 
ticket. Same think, ticket, was it? I think it probably was. <laughs> it's on a bit of string. Yeah. Like thing, when it's in the road, oh, it's a fiver. Yeah. They've got little kids have got a little hiding behind the wall with a bit of cotton. Stuck down Did a you pound ever do coin. That? Stick a pound coin yeah. on the super glue. Yeah, that's, that's a lovely, right. What a lovely and trick a that is. Fiver on a little bit of cotton. Thing yeah. is, people get wise to it, you know, and yeah. uh, put their foot on it, wouldn't they? Or try and do yeah, it with the, Monopoly the money. Fiver, yeah, no one was yeah. ever fooled. Did you got any of those kids' games? Did you do that? Lovely. Sort of, pull those sort of strokes as a kid. I used to work in quick save as a teenager when I was a seventeen-year-old on the tills, Paul. Oh yeah, and and stacking <clears> the shelves. And uh, uh, one of the tills was right next to the front front door. Mm -hmm. I did do the thing where you stuck down a pound coin with a super glue. Really? And, so you're, uh, you're never off, Charlie. Never even off. then, working but it quick did so. brighten up the day. It yeah, did, it really did brighten well, up. There's the another day. one. He's tried to yeah. kick it out the door. Yeah, so quick, quick save. You could have bought quite a lot for a pound yeah. as well. You know, yeah, it's it like a Paul's win. There, <laughs> we used to have it? one game as well when you were stacking shelves. Do you remember some dog food pool called Wee, Wee Box? I don't know if it still exists. Wee Box. It's like a big sort of sausage of reconstituted meat sounds good yeah <laughs> wrapped in plastic sounds nice and the best game after hours was to chuck them at each other Paul so that's really what we used to do that yeah that's we used nice. to do that when I, I worked in a butcher's as a kid for a little while and um, no it's a bit dark this I don't <laughs> want to go there but it involves sheep's eyes sheep's eye races down oh, yeah. the wall I went, anyway let's move how on how did you keep yourself interested and busy at work yeah that's nice well otherwise uh, we had a full on football tournament with a uh, I, I worked I did this little Saturday job for a short time in a in a gentleman's outfitters oh lovely and uh, there was a shop over the road another gentleman's outfitters <sighs> at the window to watch yeah and uh, we had a, a, a when it was quiet which is quite often was someone during the summer holidays I did a couple of Days and stuff, and we'd get a, a, a bit of uh, paper, roll up a couple of bits of paper, wrap it in sellotape, yeah. and we had a big stock room out the back. So uh, it used to be Willoughby's versus John Collier. Oh, love, love, they'd love, send love, over, lovely. we'd have a drawer, yeah. and they'd come over, and then we'd play away, we'd go over there and play as well. So, we've got an away match this afternoon. We had a full on football time. And being an outfit, as you had an away kit. And occasionally someone would come in and wanted to buy something, you're halfway through, that's a nice jacket too, you want a yeah, pair of yeah. trousers? Excuse me, my colleague will take over now. I've got an away match over at John Collier. <laughs> we go over the road. And then whoever, and then you'd have to go out Lovely. and play the game. It was all, oh, yeah. Very was, nice. Didn't think of bringing in a tennis ball. No wonder that both those businesses <laughs> yeah, 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 don't yeah. exist anymore. How's business? Well, well, the staff are. Yeah, I don't know what happened. It really went He'll come back in sweaty, measuring up your inner inside leg. So if you want to tell us how you kept busy at work yeah. when there was nothing going on, feel free. Uh, Talksport.com, text 81089, tweet TSH&J. Also, last days at work, uh, yes. the, the staff of um, Holby, Holby City, Holby City yeah. uh, <laughs> have, um, have obviously finishing. So after many, many years. And Charlie wanted to do, how did you end up in casualty? But if you're an actor, people would say, well, I did a couple of Corrie walk-ons. I did an Emmerdale. I did a couple of months in the bill. I did an EastEnders. And then they gave me casualty. It'd be different, exactly. wouldn't it, really? Yeah. But um, I thought last days, That's nice. your final day in the job. We thought, yeah. we're delighted, of course, it isn't the case for our old mate Jeff Stelling, who has uh, decided to stick around, which I think all football fans are delighted about. Yeah. But you made the point, if Jeff had, had gone to that wire and had gone quite Peter Finch scorched earth at the end. <laughs> burned some bridges. Yeah, burned some bridges. <laughs> and then decided to stay. It might have been more, but he hasn't. And he would, that's not the mark no. of the man, of course. But... Um, Last, we always had this thing on 90 minutes. I, I can't possibly tell you what we had planned, but we decided we were going to make a, a, the last ever edition of the magazine. Okay. We said, decided in the pub last night, we came up with an alternative cover with all the cover lines and the pictures. <laughs> and it was a mixture of filth, yeah. libel, 
and bad taste. But it was going to be the final would cover. Have sold, Paul. If they would have sold, Paul. If they shut us down, <laughs> then we were just going to sneak it through to the printers, get the film made up, oh, get it lovely. and then see. And then we'd all do time for it. I mean, oh. you'd have to be, I mean, it would, you know, it would be a huge waste of money. Yes. But this is what we decided. The cover lines I could never possibly repeat. One of them involved the former Dundee United striker, Davy Dodds. And mm. I can't and, even begin to tell you what you was involved. That's all you can start with. But um, it, it was it was mad. So on your last day, you do have these mad thoughts. You think, well, on the last day, I'm yeah. definitely... If I ever get... It's a bit like Phil Daniels at Quadrophenia. You can take your job, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. out of his brain on the 5.15. Oh, I'm going to punch a teacher. Yeah. <laughs> That's not... No, don't do that, kids. <laughs> I'm going to punch a teacher no, on the last not, day. No, you're not, Charlie. You've gone to, once again, Charlie, you've gone too far. <laughs> you're not Amos Smith Apollo now. They were judging you here. They're not judging you there because you're doing things for charity. That was charity. always the thing. Someone's going to punch a teacher on the last day. No one ever should do that. <laughs> I'm not saying they should do. It. They do find so what that was what was talked about. Yeah. We went was. up to the pub with our teachers. We clearly That's got nice. it wrong. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. But that is Feeder yeah. uh, from their new album uh, Torpedo. That is the healing. The, uh, the new single, yeah, and uh, over the years the, the chaps have popped into see us, uh, Grant Attacker, and uh, not here in person. Who is these days? Well, I think we're, only a couple of people. People are starting to emerge uh, from their caves and coming in to see us personally now and again, and I'm sure they will uh, in the fullness of time. But for now, uh, through the marvels uh, of technology, um, Attacker here. Oh, sorry, we're still struggling with still, his line. No, he's not coming through. No, he's, no, not no, coming. No. he's not even coming through virtually, yeah, yeah, which does give us an opportunity oh, yes, we've got to, to love, tell you about some of, of these things. Th- this is a bit creepy, Brent. I'll worry about you and oh. your brother. <laughs> 
Kids' games. My brother and I would take turns hiding in the footwell as we were left in our dad's parked car. <laughs> One of us would mouth the word hello to passers-by. Uh, as the one in the footwell said it, just that slight out of sync thing That's was good. enough to make it interesting. A creepy like, child. It's like, like, a like Stephen, the omen. A Stephen King child. But, you know, I worry about, was it your idea, Brent, or your brother? Because I think I'll send the police, whoever comes out with that as a creepy game. You say kids games, Perfect. I think you're playing sort of peep behind the curtain or knock down Ginger. You're not playing, Man. I'll sit in the footwell of the car. <laughs> Who's come up with slightly it? slightly out of sync, say <laughs> hello to passers-by. Creepy yeah. child, Brent. I hope you're not a creepy adult. Yeah, John, the Man City fan, he says, my dad used to have a small grocer's shop. Mm. He'd walk round and put stuff in people's baskets without them knowing. <laughs> That's very good. He'd then just watch their faces at the checkout looking bemused at the strange stuff they just bought. Yeah. Well, that's if you have a toddler. Yeah. And they pull stuff off the shelves. That's stick right. Stick it in your... But you then know, John lovely. the City fan tells us that, but then would his dad say, only kidding, I've been putting those in your basket. Well, it was a sort know. of Arkwright trick, wouldn't it, really? Make him spend more money, yes, of course, <laughs> as he would have probably said. A few extra quid. Yeah. Um, so you can keep those coming. Yeah. Chickens. Last day at school, we took three... No, three live this chickens. This is good, this is good. Somebody took three live chickens into school on the last... How'd you get three live chickens into school? <laughs> Numbered one, two and four. Let them out in the school. Teachers caught them after about an hour, but spent three hours looking for number three. Oh, isn't that lovely? That's, that's brilliant, God, isn't it? That's twisted Ian in yeah, Liverpool. Very good. Thank what you was, very much. The listeners as kids were. <laughs> they were. They were clever. But, Do we want them? Paul? Clever, but they were sinister at the same time. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I used to work as a baker in Morrison's. Yeah. When there was nothing going on, we used to fill the donuts to the brim with a jam filling machine and throw them at each other, and they'd completely explode. Donut wars. Lovely. Because we were saying donut I, wars. We used to play football at your uh, yeah, gentleman's outfitters. Yeah. Willoughby's versus one across uh, John the road. Collier. That's bring right. that back, Paul. Yeah, bring that I'll back. I'll put that on BT Sport. Just go out the back and you have the... Our pitch was slightly bigger than theirs. So was it? it? was a bit like playing at Wembley when they came over yeah. to us. They couldn't Their deal legs with, have gone. They, yeah, you could tell. They'd be going down with cramp in Their the inside legs have gone. The thing was, though, obviously, you'd be out the back of this shop and you'd play like five minutes each way in a quite confined space and you'd get a bit of a sweat on. Yeah. So you'd come back out to work... And you'll be red-faced, all sweat running down your face. Anyway, keep them coming. Uh, last days at work, um, maybe you went out of a bang. The staff of uh, um, Holby City, the cast of Holby City, it's not staff. It's they're, not, not actually, they're not actual it's doctors. Not real. It's not a documentary. Uh, but the cast of Holby City, uh, last day, what are they going to do? We asked the oh, actor yeah. John Slattery, did he take... James Brown was in with me one day, and he came in from Mad Men. Donald Sterling and we said did you take anything from the set from the Mad Men oh, set yeah, yeah. he said I wasn't going to but there was this angle poised lamp that had been on my desk this sort of he said so I'd, he said, I'd, with their permission I had that away oh nice but some last yeah, days lovely. stuff you got up to good and bad normally bad talksport.com <laughs> text 1089 tweet TSH and J yes through the marvels of technology we've sorted it uh, Taka from uh, from Feeder joins us Taka good afternoon Hello, hello, hello. Oh, hey, Sorry. Tucker. We got there <laughs> in the end. See, when you came in the studio with Grant, none of this ever happened. But anyway, you've got some uh, gigs lined up, haven't you, to, to promote the album? Yes, yes, yes. Because uh, I got paper here because uh, <laughs> I already forgot. Yes. Uh, Two <laughs> starts from 23rd of April from uh, Bexhill. Mm. I've never been to Bexhill, but I'm looking forward to but you know, I just asked Charlie. I've not, I, I think I've been to Bexhill once. You've been to Bexhill, Charlie? I, don't think I, I know a, a woman called Bexhill. Okay, well, that's not but, the same. But <laughs> anybody next door been to Bexhill? We got Bex. No, Never no one's been, been there. I'm going to give you some local knowledge yeah. there, Tucker. Nothing, but, for, yeah, you. Yeah, nothing yeah. for you, I'm afraid. 
so so I'm really looking forward to to see uh, Bexhill. So hmm. anyway, uh, wow. so after that, really Oxford, Southampton, <laughs> Bristol, Manchester, yeah, really. huge gig. Listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I can't get off my mind off of Bexhill, Della War Pavilion. I've been to Oxford. I've been to Manchester. <laughs> I can, I can, I can help you there. Yeah, I'm sure you have as well, though. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was was it. Question? Yes. <laughs> no, that's why you should have come I'll in. I'll tell you what. I'll give you the dates. Uh, Bexhill. I think, oh, yeah. we, I think we've Where's established that? that. Oxford, Southampton, yes. Bristol, Manchester, Glasgow, Newcastle, Nottingham, Birmingham, London. I've been everywhere uh, apart from Bexhill. Bexhill. So uh, I feel like I should come to that gig right. now. Yeah. <laughs> Please come to the show. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. You've been telling us this afternoon about the things you get up to to while away the hours when the work had slowed up a bit. I worked at a well-known high street pizza chain. We used oh, yes. to shape a pizza-based dough into a ball, no. put it through the oven a few times to make it hard. Mm. We would then use the pizza paddle as a oh. bat and play cricket in the back room perfect. with a stack of boxes as the stumps. <laughs> so when you were waiting for your, your deep pan meat feast, when you were waiting three, three hours, that was because the boys were playing That's cricket. A bit of that. bit of Papa John's trophy action on Sunday. They could have a game of that before the yeah, game. Yeah, pizza they? No cricket. You could have a new game. We will be... uh, Forget the hundred. Chatting about that later on. Uh, We sit in uh, Weatherspoons ordering random items of food like beans and mushy peas to tables around us and watch everyone get confused. Our old mate uh, David Alfie Ward, the comedian, when he had a gig, so he had a gig that evening, he'd be, I don't know, he'd just say he's in... Bexhill. He's in Bexhill, for example. Yeah, love, I've not been, but... (laughs) But uh, in Bexhill, he'd say, right, I'm in Bexhill Spoons, do your worst. And then people oh, would get on the app and they'd bring, they'd bring mushroom peas, 30 tomatoes, oh, lovely. you know, <laughs> sort of pint of creme de menthe. <laughs> just, Blue people, wickets. It, it was, yeah, it was yeah, that sort of thing. Great. Anyway, keep them coming. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Well, Hawksby and Charlie Baker here on Talk Sports. Uh, we're going to tell you more about a new play which has opened up Newcastle under Lime, a theatre that Charlie's played. I have indeed. This is a new Vic. Long, Vic. Time, long time ago, Paul. Yeah. When I was a mere actor. You had a Will Ferrell moment playing there, uh, didn't you? No, Paul, let's not get into that because because <laughs> that will completely ruin the whole interview with the Newcastle <laughs> underline. But yes, I have a past, Paul. Right. I have a history. There is we a, all? There is a costume that's been soiled. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they I keep it, it still I wonder if they keep I it doubt in it. the New Vic uh, Theatre Museum. I'm embarrassed about it, Paul. You oh, know, I, really? didn't I thought the, you've shared I'm not it. embarrassed. Have I've you shared it on I've told it many, many times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. I did not respect the craft, Paul. I Spent you, you, many years training. You to respected do. the craft lager. <laughs> I did indeed. Which was why, uh, which I was why the, 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 the costume was soiled. Pub. Some very good anyway. pubs in Newcastle under Lime. Yeah. Well, anyway, they were t- they were gonna, it's marvellous to play. We'll talk yeah. about that a little bit later on. We've got a Twitter poll to set up, courtesy of Talksport listener Freddie Jones. Oh. Graham Stack's going to join us. But before all that, uh, we're going to have a chat with Jack Doherty, oh, big great. Hibs fan. Um, oh, I yeah. think. Uh, uh, listeners in Scotland will know him from Scott Squad, the very uh, big. Uh, absolutely, of course. Absolutely, back in the day. Incredible. Um, he, he, he took a bit of a break from performing. Yeah. But he's back. Stony Bridge. I still say it, Paul. Do you I still say that? that. Was Jack, I don't know if that was Jack's writing or not. We'll find out, we'll find out. in a second. Good afternoon, Jack. Hey, how are you? Well, That's a good well, memory. Stony Bridge. Stony Bridge. Stony We've Bridge. got a Stony Bridge. I don't know why. It's one of those things that's stuck in my head for life. I know. People. It's one of those weird ones. People still shout it at me. In the street. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I suppose when you've been in something, I mean, look, it wasn't heavily catchphrasy, was it? I mean, absolutely. But it, there were things that were sort of touchstones. Do you get... So it had you, odd things. Yeah, that was one of our rules. We thought, well, we won't have catchphrases. But mm. then we thought we'd, we'll never repeat... Um, 
sketches and stuff but then you do it once and it works and you think oh that was a bit of fun let's just keep let's keep banging on that one for a while <laughs> <laughs> um, so it was good so, yeah, yeah. so you are doing a, a, a kind of one man play aren't you I suppose well, it's yeah, yeah, kind of exactly what it is uh, yeah. called Nothing yeah, But I'm around the, yeah touring, Nothing But it's called mm. um, and it's yeah touring around Scotland at the moment and I'm coming down to London uh, last week of April to do the Soas Theatre which is very exciting oh. a venue I've loved but never performed it because, as you see, I gave up performing for a while. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a one-act play, but it's a, it's a monologue, really. And it's a, it's a comedy, but it has serious bits, which, as you know, is all rage at the moment. <laughs> so what brought you back then? Because you, you you guys made other stuff with a production company and you were writing yeah, yeah, over the exactly. years? Hmm. Yeah, I kind of went behind the scenes for a bit. And actually, it was, it was Scott Squad, the show that I do in, in Scotland, that really hmm. kind of got me back into it. Um, the guys at the comedy unit, you know, they make a lot of great, um, you know, Scottish comedy shows. Hmm. And they just... Uh, invited me to come and play this uh, this mad police character in in Scott Squad, um, and uh, I, and I just got a taste for it again. I started performing. I thought, God, actually, this is fun. And then you go live, and that's fun. And and um, you know, I was standing there in the middle of a take, thinking, Oh, there's somebody bringing my lunch, and there's a car waiting for me at the end of the take. <laughs> <laughs> this is much this is much better than being a writer. <laughs> Schlepping around on a bus with a big bag of scripts, you know? But, <laughs> so you did, you did nothing but at the 2021 Edinburgh Festival, which was it, was, it. was not many there, were there? It was quite, quite no, a... No, no, it was just... A lot of audience, but not not many acts um, due to many... Yeah, yeah, not many acts. Many reasons, but, just, but uh, excellent yeah, reviews all, all around. Yeah, yeah, it's probably been the best. Mm. Not Obviously not that we're slaves to the reviewers. Of course, <laughs> who cares? Bad. But when they give you good ones, well, they're geniuses. They know <laughs> what they're talking about. And it was it's certainly the best review thing I've, I've maybe ever done, actually. And and it was, it was a curious kind of festival. It was like being back in 1985. You know, there was about those amount of shows on. But it's just because it had been such a hard time for everybody in theatre, because everybody it just, you know, fell off a cliff. Nobody had a job for yeah. a year and a half. So I just thought, well, as soon as they announced we're going to try and do some shows, I thought, well, I've got to go and do it. And I went, and it was weird because you had to have the back door open and a fan on, you know, to whirl the COVID out and get out the back door. Um, so that was odd. So it had its challenges, and you could you could only fill half the theatre. Um, easier to sell out, therefore. Uh, but it just, it, it really worked well. So I'm going to take it back as well to the Edinburgh Festival yes. this year when it will hopefully be back, back up to its full, maybe not its full capacity, but it will mm. be, you know, It'll be it'll be it'll be up there definitely. Yeah. As we as we talk sport, I thought I'd check out uh, what the Hibs forums were saying, and I found one. It said Jack Doggerty's Scott Squad very much Hibs content. So you <laughs> if you sneak you sneak a bit of Hibs in there when you can. I we do sneak in a little bit of Hibs. Yes, mm. it's um, that my character. It turns out that he is in fact um, a, a Hibs fan. Mm. Uh, so there's lots of material about you know him policing uh, the jambos and you know all that kind of stuff <laughs> and, um, and it's quite yeah it's quite interesting because we thought should we do it should we give him a fictional team to follow or, or get one of the lower teams like Queen of the South and it's like no it's it's better fun doing it uh, just uh, it's easier for me to play someone who actually mm. supports him and then of course it's great because then you get to meet you know the the, the like I went to do a, a, some comedy at Paul Hanlon's testimonial, the um, Hibs centre back, yeah. and that's great because of course you suddenly get all the Hibs fans know you as the as the as a as a Hibs fan, and then you yeah. get to, to meet all the players and do all this really you know you know what it's like when you, there's a little boy inside you for forever for for your whole life that gets terribly excited before um before when you meet your yeah, your of heroes. Course, yeah. you and, and the, we ended up we were filming. Yeah, exactly. We were filming um, before we were filming in the same hotel that Hibs were staying in 
before last season's Scottish Cup final. So I went down to wish them luck, which I'll never be doing again. Johnston <laughs> <laughs> went on to uh, to win one nil. So, um, but the big worry, of course, is the Hibs Heart semi coming up. So it doesn't really yeah, get thinking. That's right. Next month, isn't it? I wonder. Remember, Ian, Ian Patterson, who wrote uh, Rab C. Nesbit, um, yes, would never say whether Rab was Celtic. I mean, you've got the idea oh. where he lived in Glasgow, probably what he yeah. was, but he never said whether he was Celtic or Rangers. He didn't want to alienate half of Glasgow, but they wouldn't watch. But you've nailed your colours. You don't care if the Hearts fans watch or not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not. I mean, it's not quite such a big. It's not quite such a dangerous thing to do. Mm. <laughs> Put it that way. Yeah. To, Nail your colours to the mast. You know, Hibs and Hearts, I've got you know, so many of my mates are Hearts fans, so it's all, yeah. it just it falls firmly in the category of banter, you know, so it's all, it's good. It's good. Without giving the game away, can you tell us a bit of, about the play? Because I think the story of infatuation is, is a particularly yeah, interesting one. Yeah, it's a, it's a fictional story, or is it? That's one it? of those. Yeah. Nothing but is riffing on nothing but the truth. Um, so it's a story, it's a, it's a play about me um, trying to rekindle a, a, a romance that I had with an American woman 30 years ago and trying to revisit my youth via this woman with, of course, catastrophic and hilarious consequences because mm. um, you can't go back. Uh, and then it becomes a kind of riff about me uh, reconnecting with my daughter and stuff. And so the fun is the audience is sitting there thinking, this can't be true. Surely this can't be true because the character is really quite appalling. But the, I, I never let people know uh, uh, what is true and what isn't true. But yeah, it's a comedy about uh, you know aging and time passing and, and and you know second chances and trying to and trying to relive your youth and, and being disgraceful as you get old, basically. So where can we where can we find the dates then, Jack? Where can we find all the dates? Uh, the dates you will find uh, on the Gilded Balloon uh, website. Okay. Uh, that's the that's the that's the venue, and I'm doing Inverness this weekend, mm. Eden Court, and then up to Ullapool, up to the Highlands, actually, uh, and then various other dates around Scotland, and then as I say, Soho Theatre in London uh, at the end of April. Uh, so yeah, and then the summer, the festival. Yeah. In the summer. And Fantastic. before we let you go, a uh, little Scottish football fact: as we're talking Scottish yes. football, uh, Neil Forsyth, the fine writer of Guilt and creator yes. of Bob Servant, etc. I'm I sure a man Neil you know. Yeah. Uh, every yeah. year he tweets out a reminder that Neil Patterson, Dundee United's last amateur captain, won the 1959 Adapted Screenplay Oscar for Room at the Top over Ben-Hur and Some <laughs> Like It Hot. That's, Amazing. A, that's a great bit of trivia, isn't it? Yeah, and it's true. Is yeah. it true? Because I saw Neil tweeted that and I thought, I've got to check out whether this is a joke or it's true, but it's actually that's the case, is it? Yes, it is. Yeah, he said he stayed in Scotland and was told in a dawn phone call and didn't mention to his family at breakfast that he'd won an Oscar. Amazing. Stoic, isn't that is the true thing. Renaissance man. That's brilliant. If I were ever to win an Oscar, that's how I'd like to yeah. play it. That's <laughs> cool. Cool. That's yeah. so good. No smacking someone in the face. Just go down to breakfast and not yeah, tell yeah. anybody. That's Dave, the one David, David Hardy's been in touch. We still say Stony Bridge every time we drive over a Stony Bridge. How long ago was it? And that's David the uh, Die of the Happy Hammer in West Wales. It's good. And uh, who can chopper the hammer says, who can forget McGlashan cycling up to the English border, shouting, shouting at the English, shaking his fist. Thanks for that, Jack. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say every time I cross the border, I shout that. Of course, I, I can't say the joke. I mean, we live no. in enlightened times yeah. now, so I wouldn't say what he shouts. Maybe not at 2.15 on a Tuesday <laughs> afternoon. Yeah. No. But back in the day, it was different times. Yeah. You could do what you want. Yeah. Jack, good to talk to Cheers, you. All Jack. the best. Thanks very much.
Yeah, great talking to you guys. See you next time. Bye bye. There we are, Jack Doherty there, actor and writer, going to see his one man show uh, all over the nation. Nothing but. Yeah, that sounds meant to be very, yeah. very, very good. Yeah, now, so. yesterday we had a, a Twitter poll for I can't quite remember what it was, okay. but uh, if it was like a long time ago, the producer mm. may remember. I think he was watching Neighbours. Um, was but, it Messi or Ronaldo? What, uh, it was your, about what's your favourite biscuit? No, it was Andy brought up the fact that Strictly and and I brought in I'm a Celebrity. Both shows are concerned about the scheduling of the World Cup this year oh, because yes, it eats I saw into it. Yeah. yes. So it's Canada bit, v Portugal or well, that's right. Would you if you were watching? Yeah, that, watching Canada v Portugal, or would you watch Strictly? Yeah. And most of the talk sport in seventy five percent of them said they'd watch the football, even I if guess. it wasn't. Uh, a game in which they had an interest in. Um, but we had a chat uh, with... Uh, the other 25% are listening to the wrong station. I think they are. <laughs> Takahiro say from Feeder earlier on, he told us he's playing Bex Hill, and we realised none of us had really been there, which oh, yes. was a... Which, uh, looking at Bex Hill's website, it's a place I'd like to go to. It's oh. really quite interesting. Um, I'll tell you more about Bex Hill later, but Freddie Jones has been in touch. He's, Surely today's Twitter poll should be, have you been to Bex Hill? Why not? Let's put it out there. Have we'll get our there? assistant producer to put it up and just go to at TSHJ and we'll look at the, the take up so far. But I mean, Bob Marley played his first gig in the UK in Bexhill on Sea. What about that? Man, this is amazing. With Johnny Nash. You probably saw you're that on footage. Moving. You're going to be moving there by the end of the week. I, honestly. On right move. It's on the sea. Isn't yeah, it? It's not far lovely, from St. Leonard's. You've got is this a Bexhill you're prepared to die on? <laughs> Hey, come on, this is the stuff. <laughs> Only you said that in the Apollo oh, last night. I didn't say that I would have come night. on and slapped you. <laughs> Never mind Romesh. So anyway, yes, uh, Twitter poll-ups shortly. Have you been, ever been to Bexhill? Um, and I'll bring you more Bexhill facts. I bet you can't wait. Over the Can next I just set. say, this isn't one of mine. This isn't a Charlie's no, choice. Honestly, it isn't. This is Paul. It, it's, it, it's, it reeks of Charlie Baker, but strangely <laughs> isn't. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Don't forget the Twitter poll. Have you ever been to Bexhill? Um, thanks to Freddie Jones suggesting that uh, we were chatting to uh, uh, Tacker from uh, Feeder early on he'd mm. never been they're doing their first gig there he's very much looking forward to going yeah, and we just discovered we'd never been let's give you another Bex Hill pavilion, fact yeah. it's the birthplace of British motor, motor racing that's where it all started oh, there. Right. And we said Bob Marley's first gig was uh, there um, and uh, it holds the Guinness World Record for the largest Charleston dance Lovely. So, uh, just three things you didn't know just, about Bexhill just on Sea. Th- I hope there are more. Yeah, that's well. <laughs> more facts if you've got them. We'll take them. Talksport.com, text 1889 to eat Um Now, it's always great to see a, a footballer come out of retirement. Yeah, lovely. To answer a, 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 a kind of call to, to slip the gloves on again and get out there. Exactly. Um, and so there it was, Saturday morning, looking at Twitter. Graham Stack, former Arsenal Barnet keeper, and... Uh, Watford Academy goalkeeping coach said, um, I'm coming out of retirement for Chesham this afternoon. Yeah, a club we know a bit about because our old mate Alex Horn, comedian, fan, yeah. Taskmaster, star, uh, creator. Now, Sam Besser is the, norm, the, the normal club. keeper for, for Dave's Chesham boy. at the moment. Dave's boy. And Dave, remember, came out of, of retirement when he was yeah. in his 50s, I think, like, for Stevenage. I wonder, right? if they, wonder if the first call went into Dave yeah. before they phoned Graham. <laughs> Let's find out. Good afternoon, Graham. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, very good. Dave's got a few years on you, so that might have been pushing it a bit, I would have thought. (laughs) I was going to say, yeah, I don't fancy it at 50, I've got to say. (laughs) (laughs) What was it like at 40? I mean, was it just like, would you slip straight back in like you'd never been away? Well, it's funny because uh, the joint managers at Chesham, uh, one of them is my cousin, Michael Murray, and James Duncan, who's a friend of mine. I've been there for a couple of years now, and normally my cousin tends to phone me regarding trying to get players done on deadline day. 
Um, obviously working within an academy, knowing it's come to that sort of stage of the season for most teams, they're trying to sort of strengthen mm. just outside the playoffs. And when the phone rang and I thought he's after a centre forward or he's <laughs> after something else, and he said, we need a goalkeeper. He said, do you fancy it? And I said, I said I'm not too sure if I'm physically ready. I said, but because you're my cousin, I'd love to help you out. So, I mean, listen, I've joined in in training um, every now and again since I've been here, really. And I try and keep myself fairly fit in terms of going to the gym and stuff. But my only biggest concern was just basically picking up the flight of the ball and your reactions and stuff yeah. like that. Mm. But sort of the tactical side of the game, I had no, I had no issues with. But, um, but I was just, my biggest concern was I was going to recover for the next three days and I found out harshly <laughs> was I was struggling I was alright on Sunday but yesterday um, yesterday I was sore I've got to say but I'll tell you what listen when you, when you when I always thought I, I had my gloves up purposely because I felt as though that I had had a wonderful career really enjoyed it and sort of wanted to really focus on my coaching yeah. um, and commit to doing that but it's very hard when you when you retire you you try and find ways of replacing sort of that, that match day buzz, the buzz in the change room after the game. Uh, and for years, I've tried to find ways of sort of getting that back. And it's, it's very hard. I mean, mm. as close as you can get is being in and around a football club. I mean, when I had the opportunity to work with the first team here, um, I think that was as close as I've, I've had since. So uh, to get the opportunity to get back with a group of lads, uh, with, with supporters in the stands, actually playing for points and with a club that's fairly local to myself. It's 20 minutes away from where I live. Obviously, there's a bit of a family connection there as well. Um, and the fact that it was non-league day, the sun yeah. was shining, it just felt it just felt right at the time. And, and you know what? I loved it. And it's funny because I prepared for the game because there's almost, there was almost more pressure on me, really, with, with the cousin being, uh, my cousin being a manager, I didn't want to let him down. Um, so there was a bit of an added sort of pressure for myself because I didn't want it to look like I was doing him a favour, um, and despite probably not being at my fittest, it was almost just like a, a bit of a sort of a, an easy one for my cousin to sort of pick me out because obviously we're related. But I didn't want to let him down. They're on the verge of getting in the playoffs, um, so I tried to prepare as I would have done years ago. Mm-hmm. I took my door out for dinner on a Friday at an early <laughs> night. I went to the gym on Saturday wow. uh, just to try and get my body moving. Yeah. Um, but I loved it. I was really excited. I was looking forward to it. Uh, a lot of my family were there. Uh, my kids were at the game. Uh, and you won. And you won 3-2, yeah. didn't you? Well, yeah. I'm, I'm reading the Paul Town match report, and it says, Paul were given the lead, well, I got the lead, when Cherry's youngster Marcus Dawes was taken out in the area by goalkeeper Graham Stack. <laughs> oh, yeah. Lovely. Yeah. My reactions aren't quite as quick as they used to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm quite fortunate, really, because it was really close. It was kind of like on the line. Now, mm. obviously, with the new d- double jeopardy rule, if it would have been adjusted to be outside the box, I would have probably have got sent off. Yeah. Um, but I must, I must say, I'm not going to stick anyone in it, but it wasn't my fault. It was a uh. poor back pass. Oh. My centre-half wasn't even looking. Classic uh, keeper. Classic keeper. The guy gambled and um, <laughs> I've just wiped him out. <laughs> and then, thought, right, then it says you made, a, you made a worldie in stoppage time to win the match. Yeah, I made a good save at 2-2. Yeah, I made a good save at 2-2 and we... Uh, we managed to get the other end of the score. But, but one thing I will say, I mean, listen, when you, being a football man and, and loving the game, whether I'm sitting in the stand, whether I'm taking my, my, my son's or my daughter's football or yeah. playing in it or training, there's just, you know, you, you just, just a whole build-up to it. It's just incredible. And I don't think, what, no matter what team I've been involved in, whether it's sold-out stadiums or whether it's in front of 600 people at Chesham, to see the way the supporters reacted and the players reacted after the game, 
was just something that never leaves you. And it, it was just a real, real special feeling. And it's nice to have actually just, just dipped my toes in. Um, yeah. Felt brilliant. And uh, I'll be hanging my gloves back up until he gives me another call, I suppose. But, yeah. Um, but well, I've got no intentions of playing anymore. No, I thought this was a come and get me plea then. That's it. Yeah, he's available. No. He's available now. No, <clears throat> Sam Besson's been outstanding for them this season. Yeah. Good um, he's been He's been injured. Well, he's been, he's been out with COVID, should I say. So... Um, unfortunately, he missed the game. I deputised uh, for him, um, but listen, he, he's been he's been brilliant this season as as of the group. So, as I said to my cousin, I'd be registered now till the end of the season um, if I was needed. Um, and Watford, to be fair, Watford were brilliant. Jimmy Gilligan um, and Richard Johnson. Um, I obviously had to ask him prior to prior to confirming with them, but they were you know they were brilliant. Yeah. So of course you can't go and have a game. We've only so. got a, you know you've only got a couple of months on Ben Foster. I mean it's not as if you're that old really. <laughs> no, no, no. Now yeah, the other thing good. was your academy keepers. I wonder if they watch the video yeah. back of the game because they, you'll be. I thought you would have been coming in Monday. They're saying a bit slow off your line there, boss. And, you yeah, know, I've, just, had some <laughs> I've took some stick. They didn't mention the score. They just said you give away a penalty and got booked, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> but no, the oh. uh, the academy lads have been brilliant. I've didn't. Once, when we trained Thursday and Friday with the lads, and obviously I knew I was playing Saturday, I wanted to really sort of get myself involved in a session. And I thought, no, 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 you're, this is the academy. This is for them. This isn't for me. I'm just going to have to <laughs> get on with it and turn up Saturday. But, uh, but the lads have been brilliant. Listen, a lot of the boys, funny enough, so we've got Dante, who's on loan at Chesham, and uh, Alfie Marriott's on loan at Kings Langer, and actually playing the same league as Chesham. So... Oh. Um, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a bit crazy. It's great if you played against play one of them. Oh, that yeah, would be no, brilliant. Graham, we're out of time, sadly. Lovely to talk to you. It was good, you to, good to have you back, even temporarily, but yeah, good to talk to you. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hawksby, Charlie Baker here on TalkSport. Have you ever been to Bex Hill is today's uh, Twitter poll. How's it going, Paul? Um, Takahira say from Feeder had not been. Um, he's doing a gig there and he's very much looking forward to it. And then we all realised... None of us, none of the production no, team, not ben. myself or Charlie. I just, I mean, I just went I mean, through Charlie, my whole... I mean, the sort of venue you might I have know, done. I just went through gig. all my emails. Like, you can search your emails to yeah. set up a Bexhill gig into the search. Nothing. Never Paul. done it. Okay. Not a thing. Uh, let's see. Amazing. Let's find out what the listeners have said. I'm, I've, I'm a no. I'm going to vote. 68% of the TalkSport listeners have never been to Bexhill. Wow. Look, it is International Week. Give us a break. We'll do a show from there. We must, we must do it. We could. You we'll get Bex, the mayor of Bexhill Bex on there. Got, why, 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 you, have a look. you do this next bit. I'll find out who the t- football team are. Well, like the next bit involves uh, calling you out. Um, oh, right. Charlie said to me earlier on, he's been getting into um, getting into basketball. And he <laughs> no, wanted to ado- is... wanted to adopt a team, an NBA team. And he said, "I like jazz." <laughs> You've... And he said, "I like birds because of the goals." The New goals. Orleans Pelicans. I said, yeah. "That's a nice Lovely. choice." That's a nice choice. Uh, they even beat the Lakers, I think, last. I mean, they're, yeah. good, they're you know. They're well, I watched. Right. The, I've, 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 let me tell the story properly. <laughs> I've just got my sports thing on TV. You yeah. Know, like I've I've got paid for a, per month, right? Yeah. And part of the deal was I can watch the NBA, and I was like, oh, I watched some NBA. Oh, you yeah, know, I was yeah, doing yeah, But you want to like have some skin in the it's game? An international break, and there's not a lot on. Yeah. You know? Anyway, watched. The uh, New Orleans Pelicans v someone else. I don't know what they were called, Paul. Oh, yeah. I don't know what they were called. It wasn't them. It wasn't the Lakers. Okay. Because they play about eight times a day, don't they? It's not sure about it's that. It's quite a lot, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's a lot yeah. of games to get into. Um, and uh, they lost. But I thought, well, this is, I like, as you say, I like the, the name. I like the place. I like the I like the, the Pelican angle. I like yeah. that. But they play in Red Paul, and that's what's put me off. Because yeah. I don't want to be con- you know, confused with an Exeter City fan. 
if I ever get any of their merch. Okay, so you've now got to go for the talky colours, and quite conveniently, yeah. you only need the team that Golden the State top. Warriors, Paul. Golden State Warriors. So you've and gone for a they? team they're that are ninth the in the Western Conference to, yeah. to the team that are now third. Yeah, Steph Curry lovely. and other luminaries. Lovely, isn't so it? So it's, it's going to be rare for you to be in, in, in those sort of positions. So you're <laughs> you're rooting for them. I might do, Paul. I, might, I mean, yeah. I, like, I do like it. I mean, if there's anything else on football-based, yeah. I'll watch that. But... Uh, who, have you got an NBA team, Paul? Not really. Not no, into no, it. I'm not. I'm not massive. I know. I like. I like watching. I just yeah. haven't. There's no one team. I would follow. you support I, I a red team being a Spurs fan? Would you support no, a red probably, team in no, anything? Charlie, I, I can see that. I puts me off, Paul. I, I probably. I probably wouldn't. Red although, or green puts although, me off. Baseball wise, because my, my dad was living in oh, Boston, yeah. I do, and I went to a few Red Sox games. I look out for them. That's a bit too much red in their kit for yeah, my liking, yeah, unfortunately. That's not good, so. Is it? You come back. But there's some navy blue as well. So I, I, I and a bit of white. So that's good yeah. enough. Um, talking of that, I, I watched part one of uh, Winning Time, the rise of the Lakers dynasty. Oh, yes. John C. Riley playing Jerry Buss. It was like the birth of Magic Johnson and the, and the old, you know, when the Lakers got big. Yeah. Uh, it's good. I've only watched one part. And uh, it's a sort of four part, and it's good, very sort of stylized, uh, uh, but very good. When he uh, used to turn up, a, some of other members of his family would always turn up as well because you wait for one bus to come along. <laughs> yeah, I, they haven't done that gag in it yet, and I don't know whether it's an American. <laughs> Will thing. that turn up, Paul, in it? That <laughs> gag, do you think, or uh... maybe? I mean, but John C. Riley is good as always. I was, I was happier with it than you, I think. Yeah, but um. <laughs> So anyway, um, anyway I'm just one day. Do you know what, Paul? Are you mm. talking about your son? My son played Sunday morning, and you know yeah. it comes and goes. You know, at youth level, doesn't it? Yeah. He plays in goal, and Sunday morning he was so good. Mm. <laughs> he played so well. Yeah. And he's under 15s, and it was so, so it was one of those moments as a parent. It was so brilliant watching him play football. Yeah. He was enjoying it. He was playing well. He's a keeper. He made some worldy saves and. Yeah. And it just makes up for all the times when you think, what are we doing here? This is awful. He's not enjoying it. It's raining. Everyone's cold. But yeah. he was so good. And it's so so great, isn't it, when you watch your sure. child playing and enjoy it. And you think, oh, it's all worth it. It was fantastic. Do you, want, um, is it, do you have to promise, when he plays well, does he get, does he get like new gloves, new no, boots? We play, <laughs> is he on a bonus, <laughs> on the incentive they got round. They got through. They're in the B League, right? And right. there's obviously A, B, C, D, yeah. E, F, G, League. And they're in the B League. And... Uh, they got through to the fourth round of the cup mm. and they played the top of the A-League in the fourth oh. round of the cup. And I don't think he quite realised how good they were because at this age, there's a few academy players in all the top teams and that sort of stuff. So they a lot. there's a big difference in teams. And when we got there, he shouted from the... Dad, how much if I keep a clean sheet today? And I looked at how his manager. Well, he never says this. Win and I looked at his manager and I went... A thousand quid. Because <laughs> you knew. <laughs> I just knew. Oh, and he went, that. yes. Imagine it. Got this like, is going to be brilliant. Italy, North Macedonia. <laughs> yeah. they, 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 scored, just couldn't score. they scored three within four minutes. Oh, okay. and, I, and I was like, hmm. You knew your money was safe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A thousand These, quid. Because what happens Although, is, uh, look, under, under 16's looking level, Looking at Paul, the coach of a team and then and him saying, <laughs> Dad, you're basically saying to that coach, you couldn't coach these boys to no, keep them out. He knew. He knew, but also our lads are a lovely bunch of lads, right? Yeah. And some of them are bigger than Maybe that's the problem, Charlie. You know, maybe they need a little bit in they there. They want to be top of the A-League. They've got to get a bit nastier. Lovely bunch of lads. <laughs> but what? But the thing is, the, the thing is with the top teams, even at under-16 level, is 
they've all got their beards poor and yeah. <laughs> come out they're like six foot eight you know yeah absolutely massive lads and they come out and you sort of go oh god this is is going to be a long a long morning <laughs> in the A-League they grow those big yeah, yeah, big almost beards like, like an episode of Vikings who, who was that player for Palace who used to have that big beard who was that Joe Ledley was it oh Joe Ledley yeah, had Joe, a few with big Welsh, beards Welsh player yeah, yeah. a few and, uh, yeah, the, yeah, didn't yeah, yeah New Zealand player there. it was that kind of Grizzly Miles, Adams Miles, Miles Jednarak was it Jednarak no. yeah, yeah that's yeah, Jednarak yeah, thank Jednarak. you very yeah. much I'm going to whack my microphone I do apologise Steve the cabbie saw Helen Shapiro and Humphrey Littleton at the Delaware Pavilion Bexhill, wow, top that, night out. Wow, that was a long... That was a long... Time. Probably well, not that long ago, I wouldn't think. Walking back to happiness. Um, what else have we got? I also worked in Quicksave like Charlie many years oh, ago, back in the day. It, yes. When we were closed Wednesday afternoons and Sundays, and then they started opening Wednesday all day. But because we were used to getting everything done in the morning, afternoons we'd play football or cricket in the summer. Oh, we also found that da- damaged drums of a certain type of custard mm. had brilliant metal lids that we could spend all afternoon skimming to each other. Those were the days, says um, <laughs> Steve in Birmingham. In Quicksave, we do. We, you used to just. You didn't even. You didn't take the stuff out of the boxes, Paul. Yeah. You you take pick the boxes up, put the box on the shelf, just cut the front off the box. Yeah. And that was it. That was there was no like niceties with it in Quicksave. I don't know if Quicksave still exists. We're very lucky to have someone who's who's played Bexhill before. Oh, okay. And I hope he's allowed to go back after this. Um, and and uh, well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you more about that. I'll tell you more about that a little bit later okay, on because right, we've got okay. more Bex news because we're interested. Uh, we're interested to know: um, Have you ever been to Bex Hill? Or not? I'll say we're interested. Have you ever been to uh, Bex Hill or not? Uh, do let us know this <laughs> afternoon at TSH. I, I will just reiterate: This yeah. is not Charlie's choice. No, this is not, not Charlie's uh, choice. So most of you haven't so far, but no, I, I can tell you: uh, Craig Blundell, the fine drummer. Currently out on the road with Steve Hackett. He's played with lots of top people. Oh, He's played Bex Hill. Very nice. Big talk sport listener. Uh, he says, Bex Hill, uh, pebbly beach, difficult to walk on. Okay. Aggressive seagulls. Oh, well, that's everywhere. Yeah, that is most yeah, places, yeah, yeah, really, yeah. Craig, isn't it? Good gig in venue, if you like. Playing in a box where 70% of the audience can't see you. <laughs> Great chippy, he adds. Oh, well, I take it this good, was yeah. for public consumption. I hope so, uh, Craig. Uh, but it's it's good. This great chippy. I don't good. think anyone's ever. That's met... why the seagulls are so aggressive. No one's ever met a nice great seagull, chippy. Paul. No one's ever gone. Oh, sorry, a really lovely seagull. It was really nice to me. It's <laughs> <laughs> just that, yeah, aren't they? I was eating my chips peacefully, and, and the seagulls they said, "No, you're all right." Do you want a chip? They said, no, you're no, okay. Thanks. Bexhill United is a yeah. football club based in Bexhill-on-Sea. The club was formed in 2002 yeah. through the merger of Bexhill Town and Bexhill Amateur Athletic Club. Right. Though the latter split from the club in 2006. What Wonder a window what they're there. getting yeah. today. What the a manager de- is Ryan Light. and the, He's Ryan Light. Really? <laughs> I used to prefer... I preferred Ryan. <laughs> yeah, full fat Ryan. It, to me, the new bloke's just Ryan Light. <laughs> Southern Combination Premier Division. Here yeah. we are. Fantastic. Okay, well, just some of the things always you didn't, ready. Is you there, didn't know about the Bex Hill motto. Always Look out for ready. those aggressive seagulls, especially with such a great chippy. Thank you for the, very much for that, Craig. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Well, sixty-nine percent of you have never been to Bex Hill, wow, but yeah. Andy, good old Andy Garner's. What a fact this is. Eddie Izzard tweeted, "My old train set, the old train set made by my father, my brother Mark, and me, is now in the Bex Hill Museum." Just wonderful. some of the reasons to go there. Yeah, why not? Get down uh, there. So, aggressive seagulls, one side of it. Eddie Izzard's old train set, the other. You weigh those two things <laughs> up. weigh those Good up, chippy. exactly. Good chippy. That, good that's, chippy. That's, Always that's gets me there, to be honest. Scales have moved. Oh, very good. 
You're really scraping the bottom of the barrel with these Bexhill facts. Well, that's, that's, nice. that's nice, isn't it? Yeah. Having lived five minutes away for my whole life, I can wholeheartedly confirm has absolutely nothing going for it. That's, that's a bit a harsh. Shame. That's a shame, isn't you it? You live there. I'd like to know which fish and chip shop uh, Craig said was good because I'm yet to find one. Do you feel like this is this, this is, is someone from someone, St Leonard's? Yes, yeah, one on the road. Trashing. This is the Hastings. mayor of St Leonard's. <laughs> I don't know if it is. I'm just John in Hastings. This feels this is... a bit. Let's give a kicking. I, I'm not buying any of that. I don't think I'm not buying any of it. Just anyway, go with it. you will remember the fantastic um, TV film, oh, marvelous. What a film! It's one of my, it's one of <clears> my, the brilliant. most favourite things I've ever seen on television. I think it's absolutely excellent. It's a brilliant story to start yeah, with. Brilliant uh, story. Neil Baldwin, the, uh, the incredible life story of Neil Baldwin, who became the the Stoke kit man, befriended by our old friend Lou Macari. Of yeah. course, a lovely, it's a beautiful, heartwarming tale. Brilliantly performed by Toby Jones at the time. Award-winning, I think BAFTA-winning, yeah. wasn't it? It was sensational. Well, it's now a stage play. Fantastic. Which is good here. A theatre that Charlie's trod the boards there back in the day. The New Vic in Newcastle under Lyme. And it's currently on. And Teresa Heskins is the, the, the director, the person who has brought it to the sure. stage. Uh, Teresa, good afternoon. Hello. Yeah. Uh, well, look, we're delighted to see it's back in, in another form. Although, from what I read of the reviews... Don't don't go expecting the uh, the sort of TV film. Yeah, it's the same story, mm, and, yeah. um, and the man himself has been totally involved in making it with us. He's been he's been in the rehearsal room with the actors. Mm. He's been telling us his life story, and um, he's there every night watching the show. Um, so it is the same story, but it's um you know it's in a different. Um, it's on stage instead of on film, so that it would always be a bit different, and it does take a bit of a different approach. Really, yeah. I think. Um, Neil's a he's a very very funny man, and mm. he's encouraged us mm. to embrace that as well. The new Vic is in the round, of course, isn't it? And I know they like a local story up there as well. Mm. Um, when you're staging things in the round, you can give it a, a slightly more naturalistic feel. Um, a little bit, or or we can involve the audience a little bit more than other theatres do. It is it is quite an amazing way to make um, make theatre. I think the thing that's most um, unusual about it to be honest is um it's a really wonderful space for people who who um uh, maybe um don't often go to the theater mm -hmm. to come and find a new experience in because it's a quite a different way of watching theater you feel very much a part of the show um and um it's certainly one of the things that's really exciting for us is is welcoming new people into this yeah. really unusual space it's it's a it's a funny story, but it's a moving story as well. Especially uh, um, Neil's relationship with his mum, and there are some very moving moments, I would imagine, in in the play as well as you tell his story. Yeah, I think um, for me, I I always think what I really want out of a really good night at, at the theatre or a film or or watching telly or anything is to be made to laugh and to be made to cry. That for me is just like that. That's perfect, you know. Get it all out of your system um, mm. and. Uh, have a really nice time with people and um but but value people as well and i think that um it is a story that does all of that and we're seeing audiences going away um so moved um but having had such a wonderful night lots of people are leaving us saying it made me feel really happy and that's the nicest thing because that's what neil's big message is he mm. wants he wants everyone to just be happy and that's what he's done all his life all his career has been about making people laugh and be happy um, so, um, and one of the things he says is that sometimes you have to be a bit sad to know when you're really happy. Mm. So the play kind of embraces all of that. 
One of the things that's often said about football in the potteries is can you do it on a cold Tuesday night in Stoke-on-Trent? Yeah. Which I know you're not in Stoke-on-Trent. I know you are in Close enough, though, the Newcastle under Lyme. I know you can't mix the two up. If Lionel <laughs> Messi was in the play, exactly. it would be perfect. But when you were it? casting it, were you thinking, can they do it on a cold Tuesday night in Newcastle under Lyme? <laughs> but I do, know, I, do know, <laughs> I do notice with your casting that, that um, uh, one of your actors, uh, Daniel Murphy, is, uh, has, has Down syndrome and, and, and plays Nello. Um, w- was that important to you to when you were casting the play? Yeah, um, one one of the amazing things about Nello is he was told when he was very young that he had a learning disability and it, and he was told he wouldn't amount to much really because of that. Um, what's completely amazing about him is that he, he, he didn't settle with that label. He decided he had dreams and he was going to pursue them, including to be a football manager um, and also to be prime minister, which he's um, working on at the moment. Mm. <laughs> um, so it's um it's fabulous that that he had all those ambitions, and so we knew that we we wanted um, our cast to be a, be able to include people who had maybe had similar experiences. And wonderful Daniel came to us um, through a program that our Borderlines department runs um, with local members of the community, and it has been amazing seeing him on stage um, on this stage for the first time. Mm. Um, really becoming an actor um, and um, and actually quite a number of the actors are local to us as well so um, we've got a good um, quota of Stoke FC fans and a good contingent of Port Vale fans mm, as well important <laughs> yeah were you, were you any chance of taking this on on tour well it's interesting that people are saying to us that there's a that it, they'd, they'd like to see it in other parts of the country and people mm. are traveling Quite a long way too. Last week, a, a group of ten just decided on impulse to travel up from Essex and back again. It's about a three-hour journey, and they um they happened to meet Nello front of house and ended up buying him dinner as well as oh, getting fantastic. his autograph. That seems to be the way his life goes. It's <laughs> like I mean, when you, I, I was aware of the fact that I laughed when you said working on being prime minister, and I thought, well, look, everything else yeah. he set his mind to. He's, he's, done, he's done everything else. So why am I laughing? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Probably next week, you know, the way it's, <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. So, um, and it is, it is incredible actually how it is, his magic kind of rubs off on, on all of us and it's, it starts happening a little bit for all of us. And, you yeah. know, these people turning up, it was, it was so much fun that they, they met him. And I think one of the fun things of the night is that, um, he arrives about five o'clock and starts signing autographs and carries on till after the show. Yeah. So, um, I think people are really appreciating meeting somebody who's a bit of a hero for lots of people. So, yeah. Yeah, so we're welcoming people from all over the country at the moment, which is wonderful. Uh, it's, nine, it's you run to the 9th of April. Are tickets sort yeah. of still available if people want to come along? Yeah, we've still got some tickets available. Um, and um, I should know the box office number, but I'm really rubbish and don't. But there's a website. Yeah, <laughs> uk, and it comes up straight away and you've got a link to book tickets. So that's probably the easiest way to do it, I'd say. Uh, go and do it all wow. online. So brilliant. Well, look, lovely to talk to you, Theresa. Um, good luck it's, with it's the It's a great theatre, Paul. Yeah. And when I worked there yeah. a long time ago... What were you in, Charlie? I was in three. I was in two operas, Carmen and The Magic Flute. And then wow. I was in uh, Pinocchio one Christmas, including... Including the it. ten o'clock in the morning matinees, um, uh, which is probably one of the reasons I'm not an actor anymore. <laughs> the ten o'clock in the morning act, but um, uh, they do make the most wonderful oat cakes. Right, uh, the most wonderful oat cakes with oh, cheese, this cheese a, and sausage. This oat was cakes. a long time ago. Are they still making those? Still trees? doing the oat cakes, trees. Still doing the oat cakes. Still, oat cakes are uh, very, very popular. Please come and, and yeah, enjoy an oat cake. Yeah, They're in the show as well. Stanley Matthews oh. has an oat cake in the oh, show. Fantastic. Oh, brilliant. Okay. Fantastic. Uh, good to talk to you. Thanks very much, Thanks, Teresa.
Nice to meet you. Bye-bye. Uh, the director of Marvellous uh, at the uh, New Vic Theatre in Ash- uh, Newcastle, not Ashton, Newcastle under Lyme. Yeah. Um, and that is, uh, yeah, uh, go and see it if you can. It's yeah, a lovely theatre. You always felt it was a musical in Marvellous. I thought they'd be something with songs, didn't they? Yeah, yeah maybe you know, like that's the next stage the next for step, it. Add, it, some it, songs, it, it. add some songs. Different show altogether, though, you see, then, yeah. if you had a musical but yeah, yeah. yeah brilliant story no it is it's a great i mean if, if, if one of you's still on the iPlayer, you go and find it it's such a great such a great watch if you get the chance the hawksby and jacobs daily podcast sticking with the motor racing theme paul dave oh, yeah. mclaren's been in touch <laughs> well, dave mclaren brilliant. i don't know if it's his racing team oh yeah dave mclaren i don't think i don't, I don't think so <laughs> our dear friends ray and die retired to bexhill Oh, did they? Nice. I've spent many weekends. How are Ray and Di? I've seen for ages. <laughs> I think they're well. I don't, I've, I've seen a lot of Di. I've seen Ray once Ray, or twice. I see, I see Ray down the golf club. Do you see yeah, Ray? Yeah. I see he plays him. nine, though, Paul. I see him in, uh, I see him in the, the feathers now. And oh, again. dear. He's got his own pewter tankard. Oh, and yeah, he goes in, he says yeah. the usual, Sandra. She gets his pewter tankard down. One next, yeah. next to Nigel Farage's tankard. Oh, is it lovely? Yeah, right Our dear friends Ray and Di. Good, nice to hear about them again. Retired to Bexhill. Spent many happy weekends drinking in the yacht club. Oh, his members club, the, the Conservative Club, West Midlands Club, and various other drinking establishments Ray belongs to yeah. always come away from Bexhill with a hangover. That was Ray. That's I, their, we that's don't know which Ray. That's their mission statement, isn't it? Always come away from Bexhill with a hangover. <laughs> it's on the sign. We're you asking you this afternoon have you ever been to Please Bexhill? Please pick up your litter. Always leave Bexhill with a hangover. Stuart Weir's been in touch. We're talking about those uh, things you used to get up to at work when there wasn't yes. much going on. You got a bit naughty. Lovely. Stuart, uh, a regular, of course, of Martin Kellner, a friend of the show. Uh, Stuart says, myself and uh, an old uh, pal of mine, Davey Robertson, um, we would set up cricket games on night shift. It was daylight at 4am. The ball was made from a knob off a machine. I wonder, I wonder what it did. Um, very solid. One day we were caught and the gaffer asked why two were sitting in a forklift. This is the pavilion, they said. <laughs> there we go. Very good. Beautiful. And Beautiful. Uh, Callie said in one of my jobs, um, we had a lockable cupboard. It had like a code on it. And so I'd, uh, I'd put the code in, get in the cupboard, listen to talk sport for a couple of hours. And if anybody just open the cupboard to get something out of it I'd say oh I was just picking that up oh, the light no, would go on very nice just sitting in the cupboard thank what you what was Kelly, the code 81089 was it I'd like to think so I'd like to that think so it? yeah very good you've made me green tea Charlie oh, I haven't made I me made green tea for peppermint tea Paul made oh, peppermint not... tea no, what are you trying to do made to you me, peppermint Charlie? tea no you didn't mate no you didn't Green look tea. at the label. So we move on. Uh, a bit of a first world problem. And just very quickly, we got Poland, Sweden tonight. And uh, Zlatan was saying that um, it wouldn't be a World Cup without me. Well, He may not start tonight. In the know. words of the Sun, they say he may be used as a weapon off the bench. Well, he has been a bit of a weapon over the years, <laughs> hasn't he? <laughs> By saying things like it won't be a World Cup without me. <laughs> a lot of players it's are incredible. a weapon off the Andy bench. Andy and I saw his last game, what we thought was his last game for Sweden at Euro yeah. 2006. They got beat by Belgium and he... He played in that match, and he looked like a tribute act, like oh, a pub player. No. A and shame. you thought, what a way to go! And the guy's still playing. Still He's playing. played for Manchester United since. He's still got it. And yeah. you know, I think, when did he ever come back from that? That's the mark of the man, I guess. I think if you've got it, you've got it, Paul. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. The Twitter poll: thirty-one percent had been to Bexhill. 69 hadn't. Wow, so oh, clearly more it? of us should be going to Bexhill. Yeah, get down there. Sounds like a nice venue. Yeah. 
There we are. Yeah. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, Thank I'm you. back with Andy tomorrow. See you uh, Thursday, Paul. Yeah, you're back Thursday for the birthday spread mm-hmm. after a fine win yeah, last lovely week. win. Great game, wasn't it? So, uh, yes, thanks for listening. If you can't listen to, to tomorrow's show from one, the podcast available around four o'clock. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 